Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hive School Sports Podcast Football Edition right here on the Hive Sports Network. My name is Parker Long, and today's episode will be business as usual, where we'll take a look back at the game I previewed last week, preview an upcoming game for this week, and sit down with Ben Woodruff, defensive tackle for Mountain Ridge. Let's get right into it with our review of last week's game, Cypress at Roy. Roy put up an excellent offensive showing throughout the entire match, but almost gave away the game at the very end. Cypress ended up putting up 22 points in the fourth quarter, almost able to steal back the win. But Roy was able to stand just strong enough to eke out the win, 34-30, and go to 5-3 on the season. Roy will be heading to Granger this week, while Cypress will try to bounce back at home against Hunter. Next up, I was able to sit down with Ben Woodruff, defensive tackle for Mountain Ridge, and talk to him about their recent victory, his love of the game, and his prospects going into college. Hello everyone, this is Parker with the Hive School Sports Podcast Football Edition, and today I'm sitting down with Benjamin Woodruff. Uh, How are you doing, Ben? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. It's been a nice, lazy Sunday for me. Yeah. So, just to get right into it, uh, you just got a win against West Jordan. It was a close win, uh, but it was a win, and that's that's what matters. What do you think was the key to winning that? Like, what do you think got you over the finish line? Well, um, for starters, my the D line, man, we did we did a great job. We so our plan was to collapse the pocket and and kind of make it so the quarterback was contained and we executed that um i have to give props to my my teammates on the line because we i don't know we were we were on point and i have to give props to the coach because coach d he is a heck of a coach that guy he helps everyone as much as he can and Man, he's he's great. And uh, my DBs, they they did a great job too. Um, they were very like they covered the the pass game well, and they I don't know they just they had a good game. Um, and our our offensive line did pretty well too. And uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It was a it was a good game. We were also pretty hyped because some of the things that we had seen on social media that uh, West Jordan posted, it was a uh, it was a little hard for us to look at, and it motivated us to do better. Okay, sort of lit a fire under you guys that helped you close it out at the end. Yeah, excellent. That's that's pretty cool that that you guys can use use something like that um so what do you see like you've you've won with all kinds of different scores and everything what do you what do you see as like your team's biggest strength like what do you think you guys do really well um might be biased because i'm on defense but i think our defense is just amazing and i think we're really good at like staying upbeat with even when we get a big play on us, 
like um i don't really know i think we're really we're just strong and we're really we're all pretty close like we there's not like it's not different position groups it's not like oh these are the linebackers and these are the dbs and all that it's like this is the defense and we are like this that's it you know and uh i don't know our defense is really strong and we get in the backfield we harass the quarterback and our dbs do their job and our linebackers do theirs and it's just a great environment oh awesome uh, really and fun yeah uh, oh, sorry. no you're good even That's... during the game we're <laughs> we're just having fun we're we're talking to each other making jokes you know we're having a good time. Yeah, that's great to hear. Like that, from everything I know, that is that's something that really helps helps kind of elevate teams. So like that's that's great that you have that kind of environment there. Um, on the flip side, what's something that you guys like think or know that you should improve on? Um, one thing that I know we need to improve on is consistency. We're not as consistent as we should be. We are definitely getting better, though. We've been pretty consistent the last few weeks or the last couple of weeks with Bingham and uh, West Jordan. We did we did pretty well against both teams. So, like, region play, we've been doing really good, like Copper Hills and stuff. Um, I mean, we were a little inconsistent in Copper Hills, but it was, it was pretty good for the most part. Um, but... Yeah, like I said, we just need more consistency. And I guess that'll just show this week if we're consistent or not. And um, yeah, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Like, that's, I mean, you, you, there's always more to work on, right? So, like, if, yeah. you, if you know what to work on, you can, you can improve it. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, so, what, so you play defensive tackle. And yes. what what is kind of the difference for anyone who doesn't know? What is the difference between like what a defensive tackle and what like a defensive end is asked to do? Um, so our coach personally asks the DNs to well, we have a will and an end. So the will is a hybrid and he will like he's kind of a linebacker and a DN. But the end, he will kind of like keep contain. He's not going to let the quarterback out of his, like behind him. You know what I mean? Uh, he's not going to let, um, he's not going to let like, he's going to try and collapse the pocket. And that's what our ends did against West Jordan. And that's what like kept the quarterback in that pocket. So he didn't get out. And cause yeah, he was a dangerous quarterback. He could have ran all over us, but we, we kept him in the pocket and, it really, it was a really successful game. And so the ends, they, yeah, they just collapsed the pocket and set it up for the tackles who are kind of like in the middle, ready to, to get that sack or just the tackle, you know? Yeah. So for you personally, what, what do you feel like you bring to the defense that like no one else does? I bring uh, speed and like hand movement. I have, in my opinion, I have some pretty nice combative hands and I am pretty fast. So like 
and linemen are not used to like offensive linemen. They're not used to seeing D linemen that are quick, like super quick. And so I think I'm, I'm a really, I don't know. I'm really versatile and um, I can also catch players on the run, stuff like that. Okay, nice. And then is there like, is there a skill that you would like to kind of improve on by the end of the season? Um, I definitely want to get better with my hands. Um, uh, I think just chasing the quarterback and my hands, like getting off the ball and um, having them ready to go, you know? Okay. Yeah. And so we're, we're really in the tail end of the regular season now um, yeah. with state coming up pretty soon. What's your outlook on how you think your team will do down the stretch like of the regular season? Well, um, my team, we have, we have amazing potential and we, in my opinion, could be state champs if we really want to. And so I'm hoping that we can we can execute every game and every play and get that title because I, I personally believe that my team is that good and I believe that we can can like compete at that level. Okay, yeah. That's I mean you gotta believe, right? And that sounds like you really do. Yeah. That's that's my really the first is- step. Yeah, I think I just my teammates need to believe it too, and and uh, yeah, I think my coaches believe it, and um, I personally believe it. I know a few others that believe it. We just need everyone to be consistent and believe in themselves. Is that is that something you feel like you can or do help with, like on and off the field? Is like that that sort of attitude and trying to trying to bring people up and get them to believe. Yeah, I, I try my best to because um, last year and um, this year I've had like other students, people who are not on the team. They're like, oh, you guys are going to lose this game. You like my own my own classmates were like telling me uh, that we're bad and we're not going to win and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, you have no idea. Like we are such a like we're such a versatile team We're we're we have small linemen but they we are we compete just as much as the, the these massive linemen do. We are we are on the same level. We move as fast as them. We fight as hard as they do. We are just as aggressive as they are. We are just as tough as they are. And like I said, we can compete at that level. Yeah, and it looks like I mean your record has been pretty reflective of that too. I mean, you guys are 6 and 2 right now. So you're record wise, you guys are looking really good. Yeah. Um, that's part of the consistency thing. We should be um eight and oh. We should be undefeated. Uh, I mean that's in, in my mind that's a that's a good mentality to have. And it's it sounds yeah. like you guys are, are well on your way to to some greater success if you can just, you know, get those get those guys to believe like you said yeah and so it really just depends on monday tuesday and wednesday's practice depends on if we can 
come out and and you know be on on fire and on point yeah so for you do you do you plan on playing in college uh yeah i would like to i um i don't know i've i've always wanted to um since i was young it's always kind of been like something i've i want to do because i I think it would just be so amazing to get like my parents out to watch me in the games and because my parents love watching me play football and I, I love the sport and I want to play as long as I possibly can. Awesome. So with, with like, with, you know, wanting to play college ball, you're, you're playing for potential scouts or you're playing for scouts for potential schools. Kind of, how does that feel if you've if you've noticed anyone like extra at your games, like how does it feel playing for that kind of extra audience there? Um, it's a little. It makes me a little nervous. It's uh, it definitely puts a little more pressure on me because like I've seen Utah State and BYU come out and watch the games and and it just it's a little scary, you know. Um, but I I think I I perform. Even when they're there, I think I'm, I do just as good when they're not there, you know, or like when they're there and when they're not, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. They're, yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. And then, so for like your, for your history, like it sounds like you really love the game of football. How did you kind of get started playing it? Um, started in my backyard. Um, and this probably sounds like everyone's story, but I started when um, I was probably like three. I I loved the game. I loved playing and running the ball. The ball, I loved running the ball. I loved trying to get past people and like, like just I don't know. It was just it feels so good to get past somebody, and it's like it's like yeah, I just did that. Like I'm, yeah, I don't know. And then. Um, I remember when I was six, I, I just wanted to play football so bad and I wanted, or no, I was seven, sorry. I wanted to play football so bad and they, I wanted them to take the age limit down for, uh, little league. Like I was, I wanted to play so bad. And then I became eight years old and, er, and, uh, yeah. And then I got to playing and it was, I don't know. I, I loved it. It was amazing. My second year of football, it was also amazing. I played with a lot of the kids that are on my team right now, actually. Um, we all, like, I don't know. We all have a love for the game. Okay, so you kind of, like, you've grown, you've really, like, grown up with your with your teammates. A little bit. Some of them left because um, we had a high school split like Harriman. Okay. So like some of them ended up going to a different school so you don't get to play with them. Yeah. And some of them just quit because it it just wasn't for them. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's fair, but it's, it's cool that you have like, you have such a history and like such a a deep seated love of it. Uh, You did mention like you loved running the ball and getting past people. So, I mean, usually I would, 
that would lead someone to becoming a running back. What kind of made you, what made you go over to like the defensive side? Well, um, I didn't exactly have a choice. It's kind of a funny story. Uh, so I was a running back in little league and I, I pretty much played whatever I wanted. It was pretty fun. Um, and and then I got to high school and I expected it to be the same and it was not the same at all. And so I, I then got like, I don't know, my coaches did not like that I had that mentality. And so um, I didn't really try because I didn't try as hard in Little League. And so I didn't really try thinking it would be the same. And then um, when they saw that I wasn't trying. They were like, all right, well, we're going to move you down. So they moved me down to the line. And then, um, yeah, I played offensive line my uh, freshman year, offensive and defensive. And um, then I did not want to play offensive line anymore. So sophomore year, I focused on D-line. And uh, junior year, I was D-line again. And I've been training with Coach D. I went to camps over the summer. We've just, I love Coach D. He's always, he's always believed in me. He's always believed in my, my talents. Oh, that's, that's really great to hear. You're making the, making the best of a, of a less than good situation. So like that's, that's yeah. cool. I think. It was, I still love playing like defense. It's, it's still like, it's so fun. It's fun to, like because I'm a little bit smaller it's fun to like be like oh yeah I just got past this massive dude who should be beating me you know but I know I can I'm I can beat him and so I when I do it's like yeah I just did that yeah you can't always like force your way through so you got to find you got to find new ways to to do your job and it sounds like you do that yeah that's that's really cool so outside of football um, I mean, football is super important, but like outside of football, um, I guess, how do you, how do you spend your free time usually? Like, what do you do with the time that you have outside of the game? Um, uh, football takes up a lot of my time, to be <laughs> honest. So if I do have any free time, I'm either with my girl or with my family. Okay, just kind of like hanging out with the people you care about. Yeah. Okay. And then you said football takes up a lot of time. How do you kind of like, how do you balance like the the little bit of free time that you have football and like uh, being a student, like still maintaining good grades and everything? Well, if I need to. So I, um, in school, I've, we have a, hour every friday where they just give us time to to like be a a student pretty much and and go and and do work and um get our grades up and i usually use that time if i have bad grades or it's just in class and um during the week i just try and turn in all my assignments because really like my sophomore year i didn't turn in assignments because I always forgot and now it's like I'm getting this done today so I can so I don't forget and then I turn it in that day and my grades are fine because 
it's not that I can't, like, I'm not capable of doing the work. It's that if I don't, then I forget. And then it reflects on my grades. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like you've uh, really learned, unfortunately, kind of the hard way how, uh, how to make that work. But uh, I mean, you're, that that's a good habit to, to keep really throughout, throughout your life so it sounds like you've got that pretty well on lock yeah um and then because football takes up so much time i it's hard to work a a regular job during the week so um i was like you know i need to work a job on saturday and i couldn't find one that like people would be like oh yeah i'll let you work just on saturday you know what i mean and so i got a I love the I love the game of football, so I got a refing job for Little League, and it's it's my favorite job. I've had uh, two jobs before this, and this is by far my favorite job. It is it's so fun. I love seeing the kids and like watching them celebrate when they make plays and stuff like that. I think it's so sick. I think it's just it's so fun and to interact with the coaches and and the parents and stuff. It's like, I don't know, it's it's like a reminder and like a nostalgic feeling, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's super cool. And like you get to you get to like help people foster a love for the game that you love so much. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool, man. And that's so that's pretty much the end of my questions for you. I'll just give you a little bit of time right now to, you know, if you got socials that you want to drop, if you're working on any projects, if you want to invite people out to games, whatever you want to do, time's yours. Um, the game that I would suggest people to go to is my last game versus Harriman. Harriman is our rival because we split from them, and uh, it's going to be a great game. Um, and also Riverton, they – they won a game last year that we should have won and we are out for revenge. So we are hoping to, to, uh, execute that and, um, follow me on Twitter at, um, Benjamin. It's like part of my last name, Benjamin Woodger, um, uh, 14, 11 or 14, something like that. Um, yeah. And uh, Instagram, Benjamin Woodruff1 or Muscle Hamster 21. Um, yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me on here. I really super appreciate it. And good luck to you and your team this upcoming week. Yeah, thank you so much. It was a, it was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again to Ben Woodruff of Mountain Ridge for sitting down with me. I really appreciate it. Next up, we've got our weekly match preview. This week, between Syracuse and Layton. Syracuse is being led by quarterback Jake Hopkins, who will be piloting a very split offense. They really don't lean heavily into either rushing or passing over the other. And Hopkins has put up decent numbers on the year with 11 touchdowns to 6 interceptions and 1,600 yards with a 92 rating. The defense will be wanting to create pressure, as they have all season, with a number of sacks and hurries to create turnovers on the back end. 
the Syracuse secondary has picked off opposing passers 13 times and will be looking to do more of the same this week. Special teams has done well enough with a 25% touchback rate on kickoffs. On the opposite side, Layton's going to want to probably lean into their rushing attack as QB Tyler Wenzel hasn't been quite as accurate as I'm sure he'd like. Posting 10 passing touchdowns to 7 interceptions and an unfortunate 67.9 rating, the ground may be the best option for the Lancers. While the passing offense has not been terrible by any means, and I don't want to make it sound like it has, the rushing is probably the, the bigger key to success here, with 200 more yards and two more touchdowns on the season. On the defensive side, Layton's strength lies behind the line of scrimmage, with plenty of QB hurries, but less sacks and INTs, meaning that tackles for loss are really going to be the key here. Special teams for Layton is about where Syracuse is, in terms of effectiveness, but you never know what kind of night anyone will have until they have it. The keys to success for each team are a little bit different. For Syracuse, I'm imagining that keeping a good balance of passing and rushing offense and keeping their opponent guessing will be critical to their success. With Layton's knack for tackles for loss and making plays behind the line of scrimmage, though not necessarily on the quarterback, Getting the ball out quickly and good offensive line protection will also be key. For Layton, keeping the opposing defense honest with an established run game, which should set up for good play action, leading to chunk plays, and trying to get pass catchers open in space for yards after the catch will also be key for them. Defensively, if Layton can get around the offensive line and create havoc in the backfield, it can make it easier on their secondary and can force Syracuse to make plays off schedule. By the numbers, this should be a very close matchup, and like I said, you never really know what kind of night someone's going to have until they have it. So keep an eye out for this one, because it could be something special. So, as anyone who follows high school football knows, state championships are coming up within the next few weeks. The first games will be played on October 21st, and will go through the first week of November. Here, we'll be wrapping up our regular season coverage as the season ends, and for the next two weeks, I'll be previewing and setting up how state championships will be going. We'll do rules and bracket breakdowns, talk about who holds the best records coming into the tournament, and potentially preview marquee matchups. Trust me, you won't want to miss it. That does it for today's episode of the Hive School Sports Podcast Football Edition here on the Hive Sports Network. New episodes of the Hive School Sports Podcast come out every Monday and Thursday, and you can get them wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Hive Sports and at Hive Football PC, and go out there and root for your favorite teams in the coming weeks. My name's Parker Long, here on The Hive School Sports Podcast Football Edition. As always, thank you for listening, and remember to be safe and have fun. 